Welcome back to Press for Champagne, everybody. Hello, everyone. How has your week been, Danny? My week's been good. Um, and I have a fun new thing that I want to share with everybody. Ooh. So I've created a new 2021 tradition, but it's going to be a 2021 for the rest of my life tradition, or else for the rest of my life until as long as I can use a Is computer. Is it like a New Year's tradition? No, it's just like a fun thing. But it's just like, it's not. it doesn't happen in January. It happens year long. Okay. So um, I think... We all listen to music differently. Either you use like Pandora or Spotify or YouTube or you don't listen to it all or whatever the hell you do. So I'm not, I've never really been a huge Spotify listener. I've always did, a, I've always been Pandora or I listen to a lot of podcasts, but I do listen to Spotify if I only want to listen to music, like, and that's it. Like I don't want to mess around. I know that's very weird. And I only listen to Spotify on my laptop. I, I just feel like people's like listen. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. People's music listening things are very, I think it tells a lot about people. I, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing when it comes to all the maps, so just... Yeah. Um, so I had heard over the weekend on someone else's Instagram that every year at the beginning of the year, they create a new playlist that says, you know, the year, so like 2021. And then throughout the year, while they're listening to Spotify and they hear a song that they like, they add it to their playlist. And so, you know, every once in a while, they'll just only listen to their year playlist or they'll listen to like, you know, today's hits or whatever and add things to or whatever. And so at the end of the year, you have this whole playlist that kind of reminds you of the year. I'm going to start doing it. I have actually started doing it. Okay. That is kind of fun. Yeah. So because I, my friend snapped me the other day, like a Kenny Chesney song. And she's like, oh, it just takes me back to high school when we were like big Kenny Chesney fans. (laughs) And, you know, I always have all these memories or all these music and the songs that bring you like bring back a memory and it brings you back to like this fun place you were in your life or like this not so fun place. Yeah, or a bad place. <laughs> yeah. But I just I thought it would be like a little fun tradition instead of like doing like, you know, people do like picture books or whatever yeah. or scrapbooks. My mom used to scrapbook. Um, I just thought it would like a, like a fun little thing I want to start doing. That's cool. So if anybody else wants to join me, you know, just create that list on Spotify and share it with me. And yeah, keep us keep us posted. Yeah, I'll um, like in six months we need to do a temperature check on. Yeah, this. we need to see what's mm-hmm. on there because so far I have some like the weekend. That's the only one I can think of right now that I added. I think there was like one Justin Bieber song, um, but like my tastes are so they. I mean, like it varies. Like when I go go on Spotify to listen to music, it's either because like I'm writing, so I just need like instrumental. I can't have words. Mm-hmm. Or there's like sometimes like I'm just like trying to like power through some work that I don't really want to do so I need some like aggressive music Ooh, yeah so I mean like it's definitely like runs the gambit that crazy bitch song (laughs) (laughs) definitely (laughs) that one is a goodie anyway so what have you been doing this week um you know I had an overall pretty good week but I did have a little like incident this past weekend again I seem to be having some rough Saturdays here um so I was in desperate need of a pedicure. Oh, and so Oh, my God. It was so bad. So bad. So I ran with a friend and her two daughters to a town nearby, Columbus. <laughs> I was going to say, was it a bigger town or a small yeah. town? Um, to get pedicures. So we Dude, stopped. Oh, sorry. sorry, not to say. Tell your story and then I'll yep. give my thoughts. So I don't normally go there for pedicures. I mean, normally I'm like an omaha mm-hmm. girl and that's where i get my stuff done there mm-hmm. um nothing against anybody locally but i like my schedule is like evenings or weekends and they're not normally open during those times yeah. so i don't really take off of work to go do that stuff although i did have a facial yesterday so oh you know, yeah which is it was nice your face looks beautiful thanks she did say i have really good skin right now and i was like that's because i've been on antibiotics so i can't freak out <laughs> um so anyways we went there we stopped at the first place which was by far the newest cleanest place and they're like no we can't get all four of you in okay so there was this place like just around the strip mall and I was like, mm, never heard of it, no reviews, like, let's just run in. So I ran in, asked if they could do all four. It was full, and there were two people working. They're like, yeah, come on in, we can get you done. So I was like, okay, sit down. And we've all been there. Like, you've sat down in the chair, and you're like, this is not the cleanest place I've ever been. Mm-hmm. And the water's running, but you're like, all right, like, shoes are already off, and you're like a little, like, what do you do? Just get up and be like, I don't know this for a fact, but I have a feeling that this is disgusting. You just fake an emergency. Be like, oh my God, 
your mom just died. We got to go. Yeah. Or do you just like dive in with your feet and let it roll? So I dove in. But I'm shocked that you yeah. did. Yeah. So. But here's a quick question. Yeah. Because I know you. And I know that like you don't like. Well, I, I know you you hate germs. So like you're, you're kind mm-hmm. of a germaphobe. Mm-hmm. But you are also like not a person to like necessarily cause a scene. Mm-hmm. So like which. I mean, obviously, you're not causing a scene outweighed your germaphobiness at this I'll point. tell you what happened here in a few <laughs> minutes, what my resolution to this was. I can't wait. Um, so my friend was sitting on, the like, the furthest down, and then the two little girls were in between us, and then I was sitting on the other side. So the one um, tech was working on my friend and her first oldest daughter, and the, the other tech came to work on her youngest daughter and myself. I think that she thought it was my daughter and I was trying to make it very clear like, oh, show your mom, you know, because I was like, don't be t- like, don't be co-mingling this little girl's feet. I'm sure she has clean feet, but I didn't want her feet touching <laughs> my feet stuff. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you thought they were going like, to use the same utensils? Well, yeah, I did. <laughs> I did think this. So I saw my friend's tech take the utensils that he was using back and get a new, like, bucket or whatever. Mm-hmm. The lady working on the little girl that sit next to me and myself, she had one bucket. And she finished the little girl. And when she was scrubbing her feet, I looked down at the scrubber. And it looked like something that was in a, like, men's frat house locker room, if Aww. that even existed, in the corner for six years. Ew. Like, you know how it should be, like, a, like a rectangle? Yeah. Like, the whole middle was, like... Like, concave. It was concave, but, like, caved out. I, it was just disgusting. Like, one more good foot scrub, and it'd be, like, a hole right through the middle? Like, it would have just broken half. <laughs> like, I was just like, oh, my God. And I saw her throw it in the bucket, and I was like, well, she's little. Like, she can handle, like, some extra germs. She's going to go get a new bucket. A little athlete's foot doesn't hurt her. Yeah. I was like, she's going to go get a new bucket, and, you know, I'm going to be okay. Like, you might not, but I'll be okay. So she starts working on my feet, and I'm thinking at some point she's going to go get the new bucket of utensils. And about when she brought the same fucking oh, foot scrubber out, I was like, no. They were do? all the same utensils what she was using. Well, I just started pulling my feet back. Like, I was like, oh, like acting like it was ticklish. But I just, like, she would try to reach for my foot and I would just pull it away. Like, I was just <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, my body was like rejecting. It. I was just like, I can't. I was just like, oh, I can't. The words were not coming out of your mouth. I was like, I was in awe, shock, disbelief, disgust. Like, I, I couldn't, I could not get out of my mouth. Ma'am, I know you use that on her. That's not clean. Which is what I was screaming inside my mind. So instead, it was just like my foot was flopping around. <laughs> like, she couldn't catch it. It was like a little hot potatoes, you know, just like. Ugh. So finally, she gave up on that. And I was just like. I was, like, furious by the end. I never said anything, but, like, if anybody's local and you want to know where it's at, drop in our DMs. I'll let you know where not to go. But I was, like, so appalled. I I still kind of want to call the health department. Like, it was disgusting. So. My feet have been itchy all week. I don't know why. <laughs> Phantom itch. Yes. It's terrible. But the real question is, did you leave a tip? No, I did not. Oh, my gosh. Which if you know me, like, you really have to, like... Wow. I'm shocked you didn't say anything, though. I, like, I... It, it was just, like, shock. I have never... Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been in some, like, unclean places, mm-hmm. but I have truly never seen a tech use the same tools. I can't wait ever. for you to tell me afterwards what this place was, because I have been down to Columbus to a few different places to get um, mm. petties. Never by my choice. When someone's like, when I have a girlfriend that's say to me, like, hey, let's go get Manny petties, Columbus is never on my list. It's so it's not. always with, like, people that I know that it was their idea. So, I mean, like, I can't, like, grab this, you know, horse by the balls. It was just, like, a, it is the close, I mean, it is closer than Norfolk. It's closer than Grand mm-hmm. Island. So, it's just, like, the quickest, like, yeah. buzz in and out. For sure. And I've been desperate before, so I have stopped there, like, 
you know, if it's like mm-hmm. going into Omaha or coming back and wasn't able to get it done. But this by like, oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. Can you believe they did that? Like, I'm still just like, can you believe this? I've never, I've never had that happen to me, but I've never had like a pleasant, like, well, you think about when you go get a mani-pedi, like you want kind of like a little bit of a spa experience. Like it's a treat. And, like, not saying that you get, like, a spa. I, I picked know. the most expensive pedicure. Like, so my pedicure was $70. Holy fuck. And she was going to use the and same utensil? And, y'all, she used the same utensils. You should have been like, ma'am, for $70, I want my own utensils. And she, okay, oh, this was the other most disgusting thing they did. So, like, you know how they wrap the hot towels around your legs? She uh, wrapped it, the tech wrapped it around my leg and, like, by the time she got the second one wrapped around, she was unwrapping the first one. Like, I was like, this is not fucking relaxing at all. Yeah. And then she took them off and she wiped out the basin with it. Ew. Like, I just had hot, steamy towels that she warmed up in a microwave. So I they burnt the shit out of me. And then she wiped out... The nasty water. So basin. they're cleaning their store or their place the, the with clean, the same. The that spa they wrap towels. your yeah. Ugh. Ooh, oh my god! It was, it was something out of like one of the like I, I don't know like you see those like undercover like whatever shows. I was just like oh my god. Yeah, that's intense. I'm sorry that that happened wow. to you. I mean. <laughs> I, am I mean, like I said that, like jokingly, but at the same time, I was like, "Wow, what a what a privileged problem we're discussing." Right I know, now. <laughs> yeah, like there are definitely worse things in the world. So again, <sighs> laugh at my pain. It's we will. Funny, it's funny. Well, you know, lesson learned. Yeah, yeah, I know that you have to go out of town in the next few weeks, so you can get a, get another one. Well, I mean, I, I got shellac on them so that they would last a little bit. Oh, I've never shellac my toes before. I love shellacking my toes. Yeah, I don't know why. I just. I don't shellac my fingernails anymore either just because I, I, I actually don't wear polish on my nails or my toes anymore. I mean, not that I wouldn't for like an occasion, but just because I don't. I don't during, I like to have my nails manicured and I would prefer to have shellac on my nails all the time. But because we don't live somewhere where you can like go in for regular upkeep. In the evenings. In the evenings. Um, it's extremely difficult for mm-hmm. me because if I have a chip or if like, you know how the shellac like you grows out, grows out and then like your hair starts. Yes. Oh my God. Hair, I hate that What she was so going to say is your hair starts getting stuck in it when you, yeah. If I have any snag or there's like a texture on it, mm-hmm. I cannot handle it. So mm-hmm. it's just so much easier for me just to yeah. cut them short and it looks, I have like manly hands and they look so disgusting, but I, I have, have very no manly option. hands too. And I, I have all the same issues that you have. <laughs> But I, whenever my shellac starts to grow out, I start to pick it off and then I just ruin my nails and I just, because I have no, I Well, because no... like once it happens, like it's like, I can't handle it not being yes. a clear surface. Yeah. It's wild. It's so weird. Yeah. And everybody thinks that we're so different. Look at us agreeing no. on something. You know, we have found a common <laughs> connection here, everybody. Oh, okay. Bernie, I got to tell you about the drink debacle of yeah, this week. Tell, okay, th- first of all, tell us what we're drinking. Okay, this drink we're drinking... This drink, jeez. I said this earlier. I can't talk, you guys. This week, we are drinking Love Potion. And in 2021, it is my responsibility to get all the drink ingredients because Brandy did it last year. <clears throat> so Brandy sent me the drink recipe on Tuesday... Or Monday night or Tuesday, I can't remember. And I was happened to be out of town. So I was like, this is great. I will get all the stuff when I'm out of town because... Brittany and I always pick these drinks that you can never get any of the ingredients locally. This one was tough, and I apologize. Well, I should have given so you a heads up. I, I read the thing, the recipe, and I was like, great, I have all these ingredients except for sprigs of thyme. So the recipe calls for um, a third cup of blackberries, a third cup of water, a third cup of sugar, which you um, stir in a saucepan and bring to boil and then let simmer for 10 minutes. And then you pour two tablespoons into your glass. Then you top it with Prosecco or champagne. And then you garnish with a sprig of thyme. I was like, simple. But I read this as a third cup of blueberries. So that's what I got, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) And so you were like, great, I have all the ingredients. I I was like, damn, I'm impressed you had black. I mean, I do buy blackberries. Yeah, I had frozen blueberries. I was like, oh, I'll just use those. That'd be great. You guys? Whoops. 
Um, so then last night as I'm coming home, because I was out of town yesterday, I was coming home and I was like, oh crap, I forgot to pick up the time. So I stopped at a high V and you know, you know, they have like those little plastic containers full of like fresh herbs, like in the, um, yeah. you know, vegetable section or whatever. I'm like looking, looking, looking. And it's like, you know, rosemary, mint, basil. And then it says party mix. And I was like, what the fuck's the party mix? What is a party mix of? <laughs> you guys, it was That late. sounds like it might be a little Mary Jane. <laughs> I, that's what I thought. I was like, hell yeah. Okay, hi, V. <laughs> and so I was like, I'm like, but they don't have any fucking time. So then I look in the party mix and there's time in the party mix. And I was like, sweet, got it. Like, what is party mix? You guys, I said poultry mix. Oh, Christ almighty. <laughs> I'm old. I'm tired. I'm fucking senile. So anyway. Um, Blueberries, <laughs> blackberries, thyme, oh, poultry the, mix. So and the last thing was, so I was taking the drink photo before we got here. Which it's super pretty, actually. This is probably one of my favorite, like, in terms of looks. Yeah, wise. it looks super nice. It's really pretty. It's like this fun pink color now. Yeah. But so I was taking the drink photo early before I got here. And, you know, I've got this party mix filled with all sorts of things. Thyme, rosemary, basil, whatever. And so I go to add the sprig of thyme, and I take the picture, and it's all great. You guys, I put a sprig of rosemary in it, so. I would have, nobody, unless you're like, well, your sister probably would have known. They were like, that's not thyme. Anyway, so you and That's hilarious. All right, cheers. Cheers. I don't know if I can taste this, but I'm going to try. Oh, it's good. I I can't taste, like, the... I can taste it's like a little sweeter than normal I Prosecco. I can taste a hint of blueberry on the first, which means it must have a blueberry. Yeah. Well, it's blueberries, not blackberries. I wonder what it would taste like with blackberries. Well, I'm saying because I can't like, mm-hmm. I don't have my taste back yet. So I'm, yeah, if I can take, I'm just saying if I can get a taste of it, I wonder if it's pretty strong. Yeah. No. I mean, I don't have, because my taste isn't back 100% either. So I mean, like it, to me, it just tastes Sweet. like sweeter than normal but it's good i like it. i think it would be like a really good summertime These drinks this year could be total shit yeah you know, we have we no idea have no clue <laughs> i think it would be <sighs> like a really good like if you had like a little tea party or like you know like a dinner with your friends or whatever it does um almost spilled that um <laughs> it is like it does seem a little bit more upscale like with the yeah sprig and i like the um the sugar with the berries, because it, I think it added, like, didn't make it too tart. I mean, it, like, added the sweetness flavor. Yeah. I was trying to find something, um, you know, kind of romantic, because yeah. it's the, the month of love. It is. So, that was the best I could do. And it was called Love Potion, which yeah. isn't that adorable. It was cute. I mean, I like it. It tastes good, from what I can tell. Yeah. So, hey. It, this would be, like, a good Easter drink, though, too. Like, spring, like, fresh, pretty. Yes. I, yeah, definitely. So let's talk about... Sorry, I just read Sprigs of Time. And I was like, we're having a party. No poultry. We're having, we're having the party mix. <laughs> Sorry about it. It's been a day. Yeah. Uh, so have you heard that Dustin Diamond, a.k.a. Screech, from... Saved by the Bell. Saved by the Bell has passed away. Yes, I did. And, you know... This is too bad. He it, was... How old was he? 42? 44. 44. I'm pretty sure. So, it was only, like, three weeks ago that it was announced that he had stage four lung cancer. So, I think from, like, when he announced it to the world, it was only three weeks from his passing. You know, I thought that I had read he had been hospitalized due to, due to cancer. Yeah. But I didn't know if it was, you know, if it was just kind of a new diagnosis or what. And then, yeah, next thing was like, oh, yeah, he's passed away. It was just really too too bad. It's too bad. It is too bad. Um, obviously, Saved by the Bell was one of my favorite shows growing up. Oh, who who didn't love that show? And I did think that Screech was like a funny character back then. But then, like, I've been listening to the radio a lot lately where they've been playing, like, clips of his character. And I'm just like, God, he was, like, it was bad. But, like, I guess when you're young in the 90s, you thought it was, like, so hilarious. But like, Oh, I loved him. I just thought he was, you know. No, I loved him then. But, like, if you look back, like, you as you are now, you're like, ooh, that was not good. Well, I think all, like, all of the shows, like, I mean, especially growing up in the 90s, those, like, cheesy sitcoms Mm -hmm. were were all the rage. I mean, you had Full House, you had... You know, family matters, all of that. So So my favorite thing about when... I shouldn't say my favorite thing. An interesting thing that I always like to see when people die is, like, who comes out of the woodwork to, like, give their condolences. So in case you guys didn't know, um, obviously, 
we talked about this a while ago that there's a Saved by the Bell reboot where all of the main cast members were back for this reboot besides Dustin Diamond. And this was like, this has been like a huge controversy over the, like ever since the reboot was announced that he would not be back because back in 2009, he wrote a biography called Behind the Bell. Okay, so he said made it made this book made several allegations regarding illicit sex and drug use among the cast, which have been called into question by critics and denied by the other actors. So Dustin Diamond wrote a book saying that like there was a lot of sex and drugs going on on set of Saved by the Bell, the original series. And so all of the actors denied this. And then in 2013, Dustin Diamond trying to like backtrack and be like, oh, this that I didn't actually publish that. That was a ghostwriter and they used my name and all these other things. So um, he had had a massive falling out with the cast members and hasn't spoken to any of them since 2009. So now fast forward 13 years and he's he's or 12 years and he's gone. He's died. And all of his cast members are coming out of the woodwork being like, oh, what a great guy. Rest in peace. Well, we loved you, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Interesting. But where were you when he was alive, bro? Yeah. Yeah. And when maybe they had like reconnected or, you know. Yeah, they could have. Without, made amends. I would imagine, though, that if he wasn't in the reboot, they hadn't have made amends. I mean, that's obviously speculation. Of yeah. Her, but yeah, like, yeah. if he wasn't invited back for the reboot, I'm going to assume he didn't make amends. That's, I mean, that's a fair assumption. Mm-hmm. The next little tidbit this week. I don't know if anybody's looked into this, seen it, watched it, heard of it. But it is my favorite new thing. I'm just freaking here for it. Amy Schumer learns to cook. So is this a new show that <laughs> she's doing? Is a show on Food Network. Okay. Um. So I love Amy Schumer. I think she is hilarious. Yeah, she's super funny. And her husband is like an actual chef. Yeah. Who knew? I did know that. I from, had no like, idea. Some. Um. She had had like a. What the heck was it? It must have been an interview or something I had watched a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Her husband is also on the autism spectrum. So she's talked about that when they first met and just how they communicate. And mm-hmm. it's it was very interesting. I really liked it. And I it made her more likable, in my opinion. And he clearly has a very good sense of humor to put up with her. Yeah, I watched the little clip, um, preview clip or whatever, of them talking about this. And mm-hmm. that's what I found out. He was a chef. And he had actually, so I Googled him afterwards. He'd actually worked under Mario Batali when he lived in Manhattan. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was like, you know, I tried stand-up comedy once. And so, I mean, like, he just has, like, a really, like, dry sense of humor. Yes. And she's like, yeah, it was bad. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, I mean, it's, they're hilarious together, yeah. which this is filmed, like, in their own house, and he's literally teaching her to cook. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it's great, like, if you're looking for, like, a fun, lighthearted, you know, yeah. new I'm not food really... show to watch, which I'm not super into, like, Food Network or food shows personally. Yeah. My dad is obsessed. It's, like, all he watches, <laughs> other than Yellowstone. Um, but he... I think he would probably not like this because she uh, is super sarcastic, but mm-hmm. I love oh, Does her. your dad not like sarcasm? Um, because I thought Brian I and I had a connection. But yeah, maybe... I think it's because I'm super sarcastic and he's like, <laughs> you're not funny. <laughs> and so... Does he know that you make people laugh every week on this podcast? Yeah, he's just slapping his knee over there, <laughs> just slapping his ass off too. Um, yeah, he's... I mean, he likes sarcasm, but not... I mean... Amy Schumer is extremely sarcastic. Yeah. So Amy I Schumer and I speak the same language. Yeah. She's one of the few celebrities I follow on social media because I yeah. just think she's she's great. I would definitely probably not watch this on a regular basis, but oh, if someone said like you gotta watch this episode, I'd hit it up because I, again, I just don't watch food shows. But yeah. I love Amy Schumer. I am really into um, her husband now that I know he's a chef. Yeah. Plus, I appreciate how she changed her baby's name because. Um, her baby's name was Jean Attell Fisher, and um, she she didn't think that one through. No, because if you say it fast, it's genital Fisher. <laughs> I'm just like I kind of needed like a new series to binge um, that takes. I we've all discussed this. I love like zero focus because I'm doing twelve other things at mm-hmm. once. So this is going to be something good to okay. just binge watch. Keep, keep us up to date. Yeah, I will. I'll hopefully, maybe I'll get to watch some TV in the next week and keep you posted. Sweet. So, if anybody's been following us on social media, 
media. Which you media. should. If you don't, what yeah. are you doing? Yeah. Hello at Press for Champagne podcast. You'll know that we have been pairing up with Armoire mm-hmm. uh, Clothing. And it is a subscription-based service where you can order a case of clothing. We are currently in the unlimited plan, which mm-hmm. we get eight items. Yeah, something like that. Seven. I think it's seven. Anyways, you get multiple <laughs> items. And uh, you rotate as much as you want mm-hmm. through the month. It's a great way to try new fashion. It's a great way to... Um, update your wardrobe and supplement your wardrobe with some more like fun or interesting items Mm -hmm. and invest in like really good solid basics yeah um but yeah if you guys want to give it a try you can let them know that press for champagne podcast sent you and use our code try unlimited and you will get a discount yes and if you guys you if you guys tell them that we sent you we get a kickback so that we can keep drinking on this podcast so please you know keep that going and i also have a bone to pick with everybody because so far brandy has posted two photos and i have posted one on our press for champagne podcast instagram and everybody keeps commenting on Brandy's post, being like, oh, Brandy, you look so good. Like, fire, fire emojis, fire emojis everywhere. Oh, my God. <laughs> and not one person commented on mine. Zero comments on I'm gonna my I'm going to go comment right So now. I just have a bone to pick with everybody. Like, one, number one, <laughs> fuck y'all. And I, I think I need comments too. I have an ego. <laughs> I think it's because everybody probably heard last week when I was like, I took 800 pictures and had three with my eyes open. Oh, you this guys. week, I if everybody would just please note this week's photo, I had to cut my face out because I didn't know where to look in the camera. I'm like, do I look in the mirror? Do I look in the camera? Do I look to the side? I don't know what to do with I my hands. I always look in my camera. In my phone screen. So I'm always looking at my phone when I take mirror selfies. Oh, my God. Always. Yeah, well, I had some wonky eyes looking cross-eyed, and I was like, I'm just going to But that dress this. was fire. Um, It was actually really comfortable. It's super hard to tell in the picture, but it's, it's like a really pretty dark green. Yeah. Um, but it was a super good quality work dress, which Oh, everybody is, loved it. They oh. commented <laughs> on it all over the place. Like, I don't fucking matter around here. Okay. For those of you who are not working from home and still have to dress up for mm-hmm. work or, like, um, for business events, that's one of my favorite things to use the subscription services for because I think dressing for work can be so boring sometimes yeah. and it's super expensive to invest in those types of clothes. So Yeah, I agree. That's why I like them. I but. dig it. Anyways, um, so this week, even though it is the month of love, oh hey, we are talking about the X Factor, you guys, aka exes. You guys, we took a quiz to see what kind of exes we are. As you do, you go to BuzzFeed and you take a quiz to figure out what kind I just, of exes you're. I, you know what I need? As I was like writing this episode, I was like, I need a starting point here. Yeah. And I saw this quiz and I was like absolutely (laughs) what kind of kitty reminds me of my ex this is gonna tell me but oddly enough it was freaking accurate af yeah so we took this this buzzfeed quiz and in the quiz it said it had like one question was like what cat reminds you of your ex and it had like six pictures of cats and then like what dog reminds you of your ex and it had six pictures of dogs and i was like i'm not sure how this is going to calculate what kind of ex i am but lo and behold Spot on. Yeah, so what uh, kind of ex are you, Danny? Okay, so you guys, I mean, not shocking to anybody, I am the manipulative ex. <laughs> it's when a- I saw this, I died. <laughs> so we, we, kept, we, wrote, or we kept the blurb of what we are. So this is what a manipulative ex is. You have a really hard time coming to terms with the fact that someone could ever break up with you. I mean, fucking seriously? <laughs> I, it's been well documented on this podcast before that, like, I honestly, like, I think that I'm beautiful, and I think that my shit doesn't stink. I was so offended when I was a homecoming queen, because, like, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That, that, what, 15-year reunion, she's got a bone to pick with you. Honestly, Monica, can I just wear that crown for, like, a night? Thanks. (laughs) Anyway, okay, back back to who I am. Sometimes it's not even that you want to... Enough about Monica. God. (laughs) Sometimes it's not even that you want to stay in the relationship, but that you still want to keep them around because being rejected hurts too much. You're the type who spends their time scheming about ways to make your ex come back to you just to prove you still have power over them. You guys, this could not be any more fucking accurate. There's been so many relationships where I'm like, this is so fucking over, and they break up with me first. I was like, no, you didn't. You're like, I'm going to get you... 
to come back, and then I'm going to dump your ass. So, honestly. Is that what you tried to do? Um, yes. You know, I just, I don't like to be dumped. I don't like to be rejected. I don't like to be dumped. So, if you're going to break up with me, I'm going to manipulate you. Dirty. So, what, let's move on to be you, Brandy. What kind I, of ex are you? I died because I was really curious what kind of ex I was going to be. And the empowered ex. Oh. Um. So whenever someone breaks up with you, you do feel a little sad, but then you move on and just kind of think about how awesome you are and how <laughs> ridiculous it is that someone wouldn't want to be with you. Breakups empower you and help you find the best version of yourself. It's the biggest motivation for new projects, new hobbies, and of course, all those new hairstyles you've been wanting to try out anyway. Wow. I've chopped my hair off, I've colored <laughs> it darker, I've like started diets, like all the things. I find it like kind of like when you do spring cleaning, like when you're like, oh, I don't really want to like do this. Mm-hmm. But then you like go through your closet and you get rid of all these clothes and you donate them and like get rid of the old and, you know, maybe. It's treat- like get rid of all that baggage. I love it. I it's love like, it. I love it. I love how it's like <laughs> you feel a little sad and then you just think about how awesome you are. <laughs> Pretty much. I'm like, you know what? That's that's too bad that they were so stupid, you know? <laughs> I mean, honestly, I think that's how I feel too, except I need them to know what they're missing. Like, I need them to know that they'll never get this back because I am fucking awesome. That's that's where we differ. Yes. I'm just like, they'll never understand. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say this. When Brandy tells me these stories about, like, um, exes and, like, most notably when she just ghosts people, I'm like, wow, yeah, that is... Not- I mean, like, I'm impressed. Like, if I, I wish I had that willpower. You have to be a real strong bitch to do that kind of stuff. Like, not like, and I say the word bitch here endearingly because I'm just like, damn. I just, I don't think it's like facetious. I just honestly get to a point where I just, I'm tired. I just don't give a shit anymore. Yeah. And it's just, I just don't care. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So, what, um, what type of exes do you think that there are? I mean, there are so many. And like, I think that. When people, like, number one, when people break up and be like, but we can still be friends. Like, you need a hot minute. You just saw my naked, like, yesterday. So I don't want to be your best friend tomorrow, but give me, like, a few weeks or years or whatever. We can still be friends. So I think you can still have, like, cordial acquaintances, like, uh-huh. when, you, after a breakup. Um, so, but there's, like... Do you, do you feel like you've been able to... I think that's, like frankly dependent on the circumstances like the ideal situation Mm -hmm. for me personally oh yeah for sure I never like to have like bad juju out Mm -hmm. there so do you think you've been able to like accomplish that with oh yeah I would say that I we have that one ex in New York New York yeah Yeah. um yeah which my husband the margarita machine yes um my ex that I dated while I was in the Marine Corps and then a few years ago when I went to New York my husband and I went Michael was my boyfriend at the time, but my husband and I met up with him and had drinks. And I will never forget this because we went to New York with my cousin and and she knew my ex from the Marine Corps because she was living out in California at the time. And, you know, so she, we all, you know, surprised. I obviously told Michael, but I didn't tell her. And because, I don't know, it was just, I, I never thought to tell her, to be honest. We were just out drinking, having a good time. Yeah. And we just were going to meet up for drinks. And then afterwards, she pulled me aside. She's like, did you tell Michael that he was coming? And I was like... No, I thought it'd be really fucking fun to bring my ex-boyfriend to meet my new boyfriend and see what just happens, you psycho. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But no, so I am friend, I am friendly. I wouldn't say it. To me, friends are like you talk on a semi-regular basis, whether it's like a few times a year or every week or whatever. I think those are friends. I think that like cordial acquaintances or whatever. So like I am cordial with my, all of my exes, all of them except for one which it's not that we're not cordial to each other. I just literally want nothing to do with him because I think that he is the biggest douchebag in all of this world. <laughs> and that's that. And that's all I got to say about that. <coughs> what about you? Are you cordial acquaintances with all of your exes? Um, I can honestly say yes. I don't. I don't have one. There is one, Blake. I'm giving. I'm giving her the eye right now. And she's like, I don't have one. And I was like, Yeah, you do. In my defense, it like, I just haven't run in to him um since i mean it's probably been like honestly but it's been years a for sure over a year i think That's it's impressive. probably been like a year and a half that i've run into this person mm-hmm. um but he did de- he deleted me off like social media and stuff which i cried 
Like, I was so <laughs> devastated. You guys, that's sarcasm if you didn't hear that in that tone. Um, I actually, I don't know how I figured it out. Somebody, like, sent me something. They were talking shit. And I went to, like, click on it. Mm-hmm. And I, like, couldn't see his uh, social media page. And I literally died laughing. I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. Like, well, I, he was clearly heartbroken. You just ghosted him. He's married. Now. <laughs> I think I think we're both fine. I will say this. That I have had to... Norm, I normally do delete exes um, off social media because I have a tendency to stalk. So it's more for mm-hmm. my benefit than it is for them. It's like, yeah. I don't give a shit if you see what I'm doing, but I don't want to see what you're doing. So this is for me, yeah. not for you. And I, I, again, I think it's all dependent on the situation. Um for like for me for that situation I literally couldn't give two shits yeah like that was I didn't need to not see anything is my point like yeah. you want to get married you want to have a baby you want to do all I don't give a shit good for you like I'm gonna like your posts like good job <laughs> I'm gonna tell you happy birthday once a year you know yeah like that stuff doesn't bother me but I can see if you would be like in a really serious mm-hmm. committed relationship or a marriage even and that didn't work out um, and it would just be, like, too painful to see that stuff. I could understand, like, needing to block that person temporarily or mm-hmm. permanently so that you didn't have to look at it. Yeah, for sure. I think there are, like, you know, th- what we kind of talk about here is just, like, acquaintances or whatever. But there are some people that are still, like, really close with their exes. Mm-hmm. But I do think that there are some people in this world that are, were just really meant to be friends and not into yeah. a sexual relationship. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I don't really have... I. I don't really have that. I I wouldn't say that I have, like, best friends that mm-hmm. are exes, but I do have close friends um, that are exes that, like, I th- I think I'm likely going to yeah. be friends with for the rest of my life. Like, I it, think it's, it's not weird. Like, that's not weird to me. Yeah, no. I, I agree. Admittedly, I have been in friendships where... Like, it, I mean, and fair enough, it was probably too close to when we had, like, broken up or ended things, and they, their, like, current girlfriend basically prohibited them from talking to me, which I was just like, that, like, that's your decision. I'm, Mm -hmm. I don't care, like, yeah, that sucks, but, like, if, if that relationship means that much to you, then, yeah, you need to do what's best for that, but also, like, if she can't trust you to, like, go have a cup of coffee. Yeah. Well, and that's, like, the other thing is, like, I have a lot of girlfriends, and all of my guy friends are from my time in the Marine Corps. All my close guy friends are from my time in the Marine Corps, so I obviously don't see them very often. And that's why it was so important for me to see my ex when I was in New York, because, like, he still was very close to me when we were still living in the same state. But so all of my good guy friends are, don't live locally, and all of my friends locally are girls. I mean, obviously, I'm friendly with men around here, too. I don't discriminate. But, like, if I'm going to have a drink on a Friday night, I'm going to call, like, one of my girlfriends to have a drink. I'm not, I don't, like, have a guy on my phone be like, oh, you know what? I should see what Tommy's doing this weekend, you know? Yeah, and I probably wouldn't have anybody like that necessarily yeah. that I would, that w- I don't know. Yeah. Like, from a platonic sense, it, that would be kind of different. Yeah, and, like... I'm not saying it's impossible, because it's absolutely possible. But if it was, I think the, the amount, right? Like, mm-hmm. if you're doing... If you're going out in evenings, going to that person's house over a course of time, like multiple times in a month, mm-hmm. let alone like one time a year you get drinks or twice a year, it is probably. Yeah. I also find it weird now. And like this makes me almost like upset with myself. But again, this co- I shouldn't. This comes from the fact that I don't have good guy friends locally that I consider like best friends. Right. But like now that I'm married, I think it would be weird to to start up a new friendship with a guy and be like, 100%. Hey, I'm going over to Tommy's house for drinks on Thursday night. See you later, Michael. Like that would be like. Yeah. I think that we. I mean, in all fairness, like a like a straight man, a man who would be interested in you from a sexual perspective. Yeah, that would be probably. Weird. Yeah, I mean, I have friends, I have male friends who are gay, and I would go stay the night at their house or have them come stay the night at my house, like, Mm -hmm. but I don't think that that's a big deal. Like, I don't think that's weird at all. That's that's like having a girlfriend over. No, and I have guy friends that are obviously friends with Michael and I, 
And like I doubt, but I would never really. They're mainly Michael's friends, to be honest. Like, I was gonna say, but did the, the friendship stem yeah, from Michael? There are, like I said, locally, mainly Michael's friends. Obviously, I have friends from like high school that live, you know, close to me. But I'm now closer to their wives than I are to them. So if I'm gonna like go over to their house, it's I'm gonna hang out with their wives, not them. Right. You know, shockingly, the older I get, the less I, f- I realize like I have in common with guys around here, and like that's not like a slight on the guys around here. It's just like. Mm, I have a lot more in common with the girls. And, like, I guess that makes sense or doesn't mm-hmm. make sense. I don't know. Because I have a vagina. I'm attracted to vaginas socially. Oh my, God. my vagina likes other vaginas to have cocktails with. All right. So hit up Danny <laughs> and her DMs, ladies. Uh, so I the, love cocktails. <laughs> the last kind of ex that there is is... I apparently have one of these, is the never speak to again. Mm -hmm. And I think there's always that one that you, like, can't stand or obviously can't stand you. (laughs) Raise my hand. Honestly, (laughs) I don't know one of my exes that can't stand me. (laughs) You wouldn't experience that. No, I would have no idea. Like us normal folk that have people (laughs) who can't stand them. I, I mean, I'm sure I do. I just, I honestly, I don't think, I must not think about them to, like, be able to even, like, come up with a name. But like I said before, I do have the one ex that like I just don't have any desire to talk to because I honestly think that he's just like the biggest fucking douche. Well, I mean, I think that probably falls into the like you just can't stand him. Yeah. yeah. But the problem is, is I really, really enjoy members of his family. And it seems like he's always around when I want to like when I see a member of his family. I'm like, You're and like, I love to it. talk to them. And then like he just like stands there awkwardly. And I was like, I'm not acknowledging you. So don't, <sighs> don't. I mean, like, it's happened a few times where, like, I'll be talking to a member of his family and he'll just be standing there smiling at me. I was like, I just give him, like, the fucking hand. Danny like, throws a fishbowl on somebody or what is, what was that, Elk Creek Water? Elk Creek Water. And moves on. I will cause life. a scene. <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly, other than poor Blake, I don't think I have any mm-hmm. ex that I don't, um that I would never speak to, even on just, like, a very, like, hey, happy birthday via Facebook once yeah. a year. I think that you and I are both pretty lucky, though, that we have not dated a lot of local men. Like, I mean... Yes, that's true. Like, that's we true, don't which have that to could run be in, weird. Yeah, we yeah. don't have to run into... I think that before I married Michael, I dated seriously one guy, and I, I mean, like, I had a couple flings in there. But, like, I don't, <laughs> I'm not considering flings any of this, because just because we've had sex does not mean that we can't be friends. Like... <laughs> I'm serious. I don't think that because, like, a penis has entered a vagina, that means, like, oh, well, we can never look at each other in the eye anymore because we've seen each other naked. <laughs> we've seen each other naked. You guys, I've had, you know, I like to have a good time, so. I, I think I, from my perspective, I, even though, like, I haven't, con- you know, connected or it hasn't worked out with certain people, like, I've been really lucky. I've never dated anybody who was, like, abusive or, like, really fucking weird or like done anything inappropriate or you know what I mean like seriously I've dated some doozies you guys but I mean think about it like they're and I'm not like judging people for the things they go through but you run along during your life people who are going through things and people who have different life experiences and different emotional and mental health issues Mm -hmm. and like relationships can really fuck with that yeah speaking from seeing people go through divorces like it's wild yeah what people do when a relationship is ending or even right before it ends i mean people are fucking nuts like absolutely nuts and luckily i've never encountered that personally i encounter that every day with yeah. I mean, you guys, I am the manipulative ex, but I'm totally sane, okay? Just throw that out I'm, there. I'm winking. <laughs> so I, I do think that all of these, like, different types of exes, though, definitely, and I brought this up earlier, depend on different factors. Like, how long the relationship was, you know? If you just fucked them, is that a relationship? Yeah, I always, I always like to go off of, like, if you're trying to get over an ex, the old sex in the city rule of it takes you half the amount of time to get over an ex as you were dating. So if you were dating for a year, it takes you six months to get over them. That's the old sex in the city rule. And I think it's, 
I think everybody's just at their own pace. I think that's an obscene rule. That was like a joke. Like, it does not take... If it takes you six months to get over someone, you need to get under someone real fucking quick. I've taken time for myself for a long time. Like, I just wasn't I'm saying you can't have time for yourself. I'm saying, like, if you're still dwelling on a past relationship, we gotta... Yeah, like, if you think after six months it's still gonna... I mean... Although there there are instances or have been instances where, like, you know, friends are still meeting up with that ex or getting let on. You know, there yeah. are different kinds of things. But I agree, like, um, the length of the relationship. What about, like, what type of relationship? Like, do you think that really matters if somebody's married and getting divorced or they're engaged and the engagement's broken off or boyfriend and girlfriend or if they didn't ever define it. Do you yeah. think any of that matters? I think it depends on where you are at. But I also just want to say this. In 20 years, is it going to matter? Because I, the, I'm not trying to throw like what other matter? people's, I'm not trying to throw other people's business out there. But like my like but I'm about to throw somebody know, I'm just like sorry mom and dad I'm just about to throw you both underneath the bus both my parents <laughs> have been divorced twice and like does that matter to them now when they're almost 60 that they've been divorced twice probably not I mean it doesn't matter to us kids you know like so like I think that if you're get, going through a divorce like yes it sucks in the moment but in 20 years it's just going to be something that happened so I think that you just need to like you know feel what you're feeling and then just kind of try and like get moving on because it, even though it may seem devastating right now, a breakup, a divorce, an engagement ending, it may seem devastating right now. In 20 years, it's you're not even going to think about it. I, I agree, but I disagree at the same time because I think that there are like some things that I've seen friends go through or that I've gone through during a breakup that have like really shaped you or impacted you as a person. Mm-hmm. Like it kind of changed the trajectory of your life. Um, and I do think like in a divorce, for example, it it can like cut when you're going through that process and you're not agreeing as to who's going to raise your children now that you've broken up and things of that nature. I mean, that shit cuts deep Mm. to people, especially with kids. Like that is... I don't have kids, you guys, so it's always... I never... This is a fun fact for me. I never, ever, ever think about kids in any sort of equation. So whenever someone brings up kids, I was like, huh? Like, it's so funny to me. But so I totally understand what you're saying. I guess what I'm saying is, like, yes, it's going to change the trajectory of your life. But we just need to remember that things end and new things begin. And even though this time is super fucking devastating... It's not the end of the world, I guess is what and, I mean. And I, I agree with that in terms of relationship ending. But my point is, is I think that you can put a person in one of those boxes, like I'm never speaking to them again. Mm-hmm. I can't stand them. And they can stay in that box for the remainder of your life because of something that happened five years ago, 10 years ago, mm. 20 years ago. So I don't know that like I disagree when people are like, I can't stand them. They're a terrible human being. You might love them, but to me, they were awful. And I think that's fair. They probably I think that's 100% were fair. You know, you and I have even talked about this where like we respectively have friends where I'm just like, I'm good. Like not that either one of us are good on that person or whatever, but it's just like, you know, I, I don't want to socialize with that person. Not, and not in any malicious intent. Drop in our DMs. We'll tell you who it is. Just joking. <laughs> but, you know, it's just like we've had different experiences with them. And just like people have different experiences with you and I. Where So, yeah. I mean, like, I even though, like, obviously this is not romantic in any way, shape, or form. like It's, I, not, it's not? Well, I, Brandy, I wasn't going to out us to everyone in this <laughs> podcast like that. Every, you guys, every week I come over here. Michael, I'm sorry. She did say that she liked, <laughs> she liked ladies who drank. Oh. Here I am. <laughs> but, you know, like, I just think that, like, you, that could be said for any type of relationship. It doesn't even have to be romantic. That, like you can it can end poorly friendships can end yeah, poorly acquaintances can end poorly yeah. and where it's just like I'm good on ever speaking to that person again because I think that they're immature or they don't know how to handle x y and z you know I have plenty of those people in my life I just not that and, and you guys I do not hold a grudge at all because like I'm too busy doing my own shit like there are people that don't like me and I, I see them and I'll hold the door open for them and they'll completely ignore me and I'll be like, all right, have a nice day. Because I, <laughs> I don't have it in me to hold a grudge on anything. I, I just don't have that it, it bone in my body. It does take a lot of energy. Oh, so much energy. You guys, I am I am spending so much energy trying to get my fucking hair like nice and glowy. I don't have time to hold a grudge. I feel like that gives you split ends. Oh, shit. <laughs> 
Oh, so fuck. what, um, Danny, if you could just like say the worst type of X ever, what, in your opinion, what is the Ooh. worst type of X? The fucking stage five clinger. Tell, like, what do you mean by this? Like, they, they call you, they stop at your fucking door. Sorry, champagne. Um, you know, they message you. They want it. They want you back. Do you have men who just like randomly show up crying, begging you to take them back? I, I That's literally never happened to me, to be clear. This, I Somebody ha- shows up at my door before, but not... <laughs> I've, I have had, like, cleaning exes, like, super cleaners. I have been in, like, I don't know if you've ever done this because you cut people off, so I don't know, like, if you've had this relationships where you... To be clear, I feel like I don't cut people off permanently, mm-hmm. but I do... Well, Blake... Uh, yeah. I should, yeah, I, I understand what But, you like, mean. some people I do cut off temporarily just mm-hmm. to, like create a boundary or a buffer of yeah. what I feel like when I need space. Yeah. For I, sure. I just want to make yeah. that clear because I'm not a Got total it. cold-hearted bitch. Well, a little bit. But yeah. like not totally. It's like there's a little warm. <laughs> there's a little warmth there. It's, it's slightly pink. There's like one dot of light in it. <laughs> so um, I, I've had a lot of relationships in the past where like we'd break up and then like still be like fooling around or whatever so it wasn't fucking yeah i was trying to keep this pg if this has not been pg-13 in months um so i they'll have people that will like you know just like call me all the time or call me in the middle of the night or call me whenever when they're out drinking or whatever and you know i just i'm not into that like the second you become needy i don't want you anymore but i also think that's why like a lot of guys feel about women too because i mean like I've been, like, a little bit of a have you, have you ever known anybody who, like, did the, like, faking a pregnancy to, like, oh, try to... yeah. Oh, my God. Like, it, what... I've known of this happening to... A million people? Like... People I... Like, men that I know in my put life. Put ten guys in a room and I bet eight of them have had that happen to them. Fucking... Like, to me, that is... Or people who have just straight... And I'm not saying it's only the woman's responsibility to prevent a pregnancy... Mm-hmm. However, I do think women have straight up trapped a man yeah. by a pregnancy. And that shit is wild. It to is me. wild because, like, kids are not something that you play with emotions with. And that's, like, one thing I'll just never understand when someone's like, oh, I'm going to get pregnant to keep him around. It's like, that's not a guarantee. That's wild. And you'll have a kid forever, you psycho. Fun fact I'm 34 and I've never Oof. taken a pregnancy <laughs> test in my life. Yeah. With the exception of, like, before a surgery or something, they okay. make you at the hospital. Never bought a pregnancy test or taken a pregnancy test in my life because... You've never had a pregnancy scare? Never. Interesting. Whoa, look who's responsible over there with yeah. her protection. <laughs> I'm just saying that, like, it's not rocket science, people. Well, you know, sometimes you're just in the throes of passion, Brandy, and you're like, no, we don't need a condom. Mom, I'm so sorry if you're listening. <laughs> so how many how many of you had today? So, um, Brandy, what do you think is the worst type of X? Um, I mean, the clinger thing, I've just never experienced that, but I could imagine that's pretty terrible. It's because you're not as amazing. I'm not. Like, <laughs> no, I, I couldn't even get that I'm out. I'm kicked to the ter- curb, they're just like, get the fucking trash out. We don't want it. And I'm just like, okay, goodbye. It's because on my way out, I let them know what they're gonna fucking be missing. And then, and then they're like, oh. And then a couple days right. go by, and they're like, she was right. <laughs> I think that, Danny, looking at you, the uh, narcissistic ex is the worst. You guys want to hear a fun fact? I have been called a narcissist more times in my life than I can count on two hands. I and mean, I and I can't understand why. I yeah. <laughs> It's like when people are like, you're going to regret this. Like, you'll never find anybody as great as Obvi. me. Um, you know, just like that you're making a huge mistake. Obvi. I <laughs> I hate, I just think it's such a, path- no offense, pathetic <laughs> position to take because I feel like your actions speak louder than words. So like. I walk out thinking I am fucking great and you're going to figure it out or you're not. And if you're too dumb 
to figure it, not figure it out. It's not my problem. Like you weren't smart enough. Yeah, I did a lot. So of, I'm an I'm a narcissist, but I don't like verbalize. And that's what, again where we're different. I date a lot of really <laughs> stupid men in my past, and they need to know verbally. Yeah, I'm not. You guys, I also in my just day to day life do not believe in subtle hints, and I don't believe in beating around the bush. So if we have a conversation, I'm going to tell you like flat out, like, hey, I need you to do this, and this is how I'm feeling right now, and this and this and this. And like I understand it's very intense for a lot of people, but I don't want there to be ever be any misinterpreting of what I am trying to say. I want you to just know exactly this is how I'm feeling or this is whatever. I also feel like sometimes it can, this is getting on a different tangent, so we'll just cut it off there. I'm a very straightforward person. But I think that's the point though. And so for somebody getting a message of that this relationship is ending, instead of asking the question like, was it something I did or didn't do? It was never something I did. You know, is it something (laughs) that, is it the way you feel? Is this just a chemistry thing? Like, because let's be honest, a lot of times relationships don't work and you, like you think it's a great person and you don't know why it won't work. I've been in that situation. I've dated a lot of really great people like Mm -hmm. on paper in person like they're wonderful people but there just wasn't a chemistry did you want to send out like a uh, survey at the end and be like hey could you just fill this out and mail it back but like what like what i could have done better what no because i i usually ended things and it's just on a survey yeah that's fair i mean i'm sure they have a lot of critique like (laughs) why did you ghost me for seven months but like I just, thought everything was great, and then one day you just never picked up the phone. And they're like, we had a great time. Like, we always had fun. And I was like, I just didn't feel the chemistry. <laughs> and so I'll never talk to you. Well, in six months, I will. I, I when you find a new girlfriend, I'll unblock Honestly, you. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, and I'm liking all their stuff. I'm like, good for you. You feel that chemistry? That's what was missing between us. Oh, um, But I do think that, like, for somebody to, like, question you, it's almost like this, like, gaslighting thing Mm -hmm. that people do and I I to me that's like such a turn off like it's just that is like the seal of of the stamp that I'm like doing the right thing so that's really terrible and then the drunk ex the one that's like the hot fucking mess that you're trying to Get rid of Danny. I'm, I, I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm she's never like done looking this. at her feet. Look, she's counting how many lights I got in my kitchen. Um, it's that is like when you break up with somebody and they like call you crying at 2 a.m. or like try to see if they can come over and quote talk at two. No, bitch. Yeah, I'm asleep. Yeah, you guys, I would love to sit here and be like, you know, I'm a fucking marine. I'm a hard ass, and I don't do shit like this, but. It's not true, you guys. I mean, let's... I'm, I've been both of those things that Brandy just hates. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the thing. We've all been both of those people when we were 16, 17, 18, probably up until we were 25. I was going to say, thank you. Can we say 25? <laughs> but, like, if you're at a point... Look, if you're still doing this shit in your 30s, this is Brandy and I. It's our PSA. This is a PSA. This is an intervention. It's time to get your shit together. Like, get into some therapy, bro. Yeah, like, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm, I'm trying to get back into therapy in 2021. I just feel like it's better for everybody. <laughs> I just, those to me are the worst. So, I mean, for sure. For sure. But, Brandy, what we all need to know is what has been the most embarrassing thing you've done <sighs> with an ex? Or after a breakup. I think just, like, one of the pettiest thing I've ever done. I don't know if... I, I think I've shared this on the podcast before. Like, it wasn't... It wasn't totally unplanned because, obviously, I was going to go to law school. Mm-hmm. Like, that was always the plan. Yeah. Once I got into undergrad. But, um... I was actually, like, applying to do a position, like, within my sorority that... Um, you would get to travel nationally and go visit chapters. And I was in the interview process for that. And in the meantime, I and my boyfriend at the time had like ended things. And so I was in a dark place, but I hadn't prepared to take the LSAT when I should have, should have, Mm -hmm. knowing that I wanted to apply for this position and travel for a year before I was going to go to law school. Needless to say, the interview for the sorority position did not go well because I was a fucking emotional train wreck. And 
did not go much further. So then when I found out I didn't get it, I was like, oh shit, now what the hell am I going to do? Because I can't take the LSAT until this summer. Yeah. And and how far in advance do you need to, your LSAT results to get into law school? Usually you have your L... So normally what happens is you take the LSAT like in the summer or at the very latest in... And I may be misspeaking for when the LSAT is now, but I think it was like in January or February. Okay. At like the latest. To go to the fall semester. To go into the fall. So okay. almost like a year mm-hmm. to nine months in advance. I'm coming on to like college graduation and I don't have a, fu- like I have a plan, but it's postponed for a year now because I put all my eggs in this one basket. Mm-hmm. Well, my ex's roommate was studying for the LSAT at the time. And as you say, funnily enough, <laughs> I had always told my ex, like, I think you should go to law school. I think that would be really great. Well, then he did decide, you know, I'm going to take the fucking LSAT. And I was like, no, you're not, because I'm going to take the fucking LSAT. (laughs) So we both started studying for the LSAT, ended up taking it that summer. I had no idea you could, like, try to still get into law school, like... That fall. That fall. So then... His roommate did really well on the, like, really, really well, like, Mm -hmm. is a partner at a really big, fancy New York law firm. And um, so I found out he was applying to law schools, and I did better on the LSAT than he did. Than the boyfriend. Yeah. X. Yep. And he, like, called me. He's like, yeah, I got into the law school, so I'm going to go to law school this fall. And I was like, no, you are fucking not. That has been my dream, my goal, my plan for the past four years, and you're not going to take my spot. So I called the next day, and I got into law school with him in the same group. Oh, my God. I would imagine these are, like, small classes. We're in the Nebraska people. It's not like we got, like, yeah. a- like how many? Well, how many were in your class? Um, I think there was like hundred and forty. You guys, in the that class. is pretty fucking so small. So there was like in our set, and I got ended up like in the same section. So like you have like we had like a group A and a group B. So did you guys get back together after that? Um, I mean there was some off and on stuff, but yeah, it was definitely like a legally blonde. Like oh, you go here. <laughs> <laughs> what? Like it's hard. Yeah. So that's uh, I was just being petty as fuck. I don't necessarily regret it because it's where I wanted to end up, yeah. but um, I do wonder if I like would have waited a year if I would have ended up at like in a law school somewhere else or. Yeah, I didn't know that you had applied for that sorority position though. I don't think you've ever said that on the podcast. Oh, maybe I didn't tell that story. I thought yeah. I always told everybody about my legally blonde. No, blonde, that's so. interesting though. But that's honestly not embarrassing. <laughs> it's pretty embarrassing because you're just like, wow, you were that petty. Wow. Yeah, maybe at the time. I mean, because I when I applied and like by the time I started law school was like a period of like 30 days. Look so I just you, like... pants. I just... No, it's not smart. My parents were like, what the fuck? You gotta find a place to live. We gotta move you. Like all this stuff. And I was like, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just... All the chips fell in the place, dad. Yeah. He was just like, wow. Wow, you petty bitch. Wow. I mean, honestly, if that's the most embarrassing thing, congratulations on becoming a, <laughs> becoming an attorney. Well, thanks. That was, uh, it, it worked out, luckily, but mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure there's other things. I just can't think of them right now. Oh, my God. I have so many. We do not have enough time because we're wow. already over an hour, or hour in this podcast. But the one that I thought of earlier, the one that's the least, this is probably the least embarrassing of all my ex stories. So this is what I'm willing to share right now on the podcast because I haven't drank enough to tell the other ones. Oh, no. Hang on. Pour some more. <laughs> so um, after I my breakup with my ex before my current husband, there was... I was living in my hometown, Spalding. Shout out. <laughs> um, and there was a fireman's dance, which they do every year. And this was... I don't know if this was... Like, so it may, maybe been around October or harvest time. I can't remember if it was like harvest moon or... This year it was a super spreader event. Well, this was, uh, like, fucking seven years ago, so I'm just like, there's no COVID. Um, So, and I didn't go this year, you guys. I haven't been in hot minutes. So, anyway, there was this dance in Spalding. I think it was around Halloween. I honestly cannot remember. Um, It is a big deal. 
It, yeah, you guys, it's a town of 530 people. We do not have a lot going on. Like, let us have something. It's fun, though. It's always a good time. It's like it's like a town frat party. Yeah, and there's honestly, um, I don't go all the time. I probably go, like, maybe once every five years. Like, I don't go often. She's too cool. You guys, no, it's not that. It's when I go to Spalding, I have no fucking control, and I have no, I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm 16 again, drinking with my girlfriends, and... Hangovers at 32 are different than hangovers at 16. I just want to say that. I, I mean, I just find Halloween very intimidating at times because I can never get like a good costume. Yeah. You guys, I like to go like with a classic like cat or a witch. We just wear all black <laughs> with like kitty cat ears or like a witch's hat. You know, I'm just. I want like the baller group costume, but I'm never in the baller group. Oh, okay. Next year. We'll hopefully we'll have vac. Everybody will be vaccinated. We can have a legit costume. I'm always a, okay. but you guys, I just I'm too old to be dressing super scandalous. I just want to say that my ass don't fit in nothing scandalous. <laughs> so okay, so moving on. This was during that um, dance, x amount, seven eight years ago, and I was a couple days before that. I was all fucking drunked up, and I and I called my girlfriend Trista and I said Trista. She worked with this really, really fucking hot guy. And I'll tell you, Brandy just mouthed me who. I'm not going to say his name <laughs> on the podcast. I will tell you afterwards. I, I thought I could trick her. <laughs> She's too smart. I am. So um, I called her just wasted one day. I said, Brandy, or not Brandy, Trista, send me so-and-so's phone number. Send it to me. And she's like, Danny. I'll send it to you tomorrow. I'm not sending it to you tonight. This was not an ex. This was just like a person. She knew. She was like, this horny bitch is going to text him. I would have been like, hey. Yes, you would have. I would have. That's what I said. I would have. I, I wanted his number. I wanted his number to call him. I was interested. So You're just going to be like, oh. I was going to be like, hey, Trista gave me your number. Do you want to come to Spalding? Wink, wink. Uh, <laughs> eggplant emoji. Peach emoji. <laughs> Water spray emoji. <laughs> so, um, Trista would not give me the fucking phone number. And if Trista would have, my Cheers life, to Trista. My that life is a would good have, friend. my life would have went on a different trajectory. A good one or a bad one? I had a different one. Trista would probably say a weird one, but it's just a different one. So, like, the next weekend was this dance, and he was there at the dance. And I was like, hell yes. So I'm Who like, the fuck is this? So I'm like trying to like hit on him and dance. And he was he was into it. He was feeling it a little bit, you know. He was feeling your ass a little bit. And then in walks my ex. And I was like, oh, but I'm interested in him again. And so I like was like all up on him on that. Because I was like, you know, still bitter. I was like, oh my God, me. I know who this is. So I lost my chance with Trista's really hot coworker because I tried to hit on my ex who danced with me all night long and then fucking left my ass. Yeah, this guy was way cuter than... Uh, yeah. So, anyway, that's my least embarrassing, embarrassing ex moment. That was a missed opportunity. I know. Don't I know it? So, anyway, you guys, send us all your ex stories and all your embarrassing ex moments and all the funny things that you've done with your ex. Honestly, we will have to do, like, an episode sometime where it's just, like, me telling you all of the super, super embarrassing. Because even that one wasn't that embarrassing for me like there are ones that like I cringe I'm sure I have about. more now I have to think about them but we would love it if you guys would share this is the month of love and all of our episodes this month are going to be focused on love related topics is next week Michael's episode mm-hmm. you guys next week my husband for the very first time ever is coming on the podcast he is he has stipulations He's definitely going to drag Danny. I can just feel it. He says that we can't make fun of him, which I'm like, whatever, bro. (laughs) But so he's coming on next week. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. But we also have a couple of other really great guests this month. But we'd love to share at the end of the episode some hilarious um, dating ex stories. So Mm -hmm. drop in our DMs or you can drop in Danny's or mine if you want to stay anonymous. Um, just tell us that where we really usually do keep everybody anonymous. So we try to, unless you let us tell your name, then we will. (laughs) Okay, you guys catch you next week. Love you. Miss you. Bye. Bye.